0: Online sports betting with Iowa's preferred sports book, Elite Sportsbook, is here. Active resort club members can log in, fund your account, and place your bets at elitesportsbook.com, or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, all in the state of Iowa. Hello and welcome to the Holostridum's Odds Pod for the games of Saturday, November the 9th. I'm Mike Halas of the Cedar Rapids Gazette, joined as always by Tim Sullivan. Nathan Ford is our producer, and we are sponsored by EliteSportsBook.com. Thanks to them. Last week, Tim, we had a lousy slate of games. This week's a palate cleanser. Yes. Good stuff. Lots to talk about, so let's get right to it. Our main event, since we're in Eastern Iowa, recording this would be what? Iowa, Wisconsin, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As of Thursday afternoon, the Hawkeyes were eight and a half point underdogs at elitesportsbook.com. Before we make a pick against the line, uh, you think Iowa can win this game?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I definitely think Iowa can win this game. it's interesting that both teams had the week off, um, but like I was mentioning to you the other week, you know, Iowa, you said, you know, when Iowa has a good season, they have that one good road win, and this is this is it. This is uh, the road win that they're going to need, and this is, um, I feel like Iowa, I don't know, maybe this is just how I feel, but I feel like the team would probably feel this way as well. They've lost uh, Wisconsin so many times in recent years that after a while, you sort of get sick of it, and you want to do everything you can to uh get that victory even over other teams and i feel like this is just a game on their schedule that they're looking at regardless of what iowa's record is this year regardless of what wisconsin's record was going to be at this point this year i feel like uh iowa just is going to really want this one now whether they can generate the right amount of offense to get the victory
0: Yeah, you know, uh, desire, sometimes I wonder if that's an overrated thing. I mean, everybody wants to win. Everybody, I mean, you look at a football team and you've got 100 guys with 100 agendas, and so they all want something for themselves first and foremost. But team-wise, it's not like nobody doesn't want to win. But what I wonder is, after Wisconsin got pretty much handled at Ohio State, Two weeks ago, they played them a tough first half, but Ohio State was clearly the better team, even in the first half. In the second half, it's completely Ohio State, and I'm wondering if you're Wisconsin and you go home after losing 38 to seven, how motivated are you really deep down <laughs> to? Well, let's go win the division so we can probably play Ohio State again. Yeah, you know, do you really deep down, subconsciously even want that? I wonder.
1: Especially after the way they started the year, you're thinking maybe there's a chance we're going to the college football playoff and we're going to play for the national championship and we might have the team this year. We're shutting everybody out. Our offense is explosive and, and then uh, get beat by Illinois and then get kind of beat down by uh, Ohio State. And now yeah. you're like, oh, like well, maybe next year. They haven't a-
0: won a game in almost a calendar month. <laughs> I mean, with, with two losses and a week off. And, and that can't be a good thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, right. It's like, uh, it's like when uh, Iowa was going through that drought. There playing Michigan State or Michigan and uh, Penn State. You, you know, it's like let's get a touchdown. That we until you get that touchdown, you don't really feel too. Uh, good about yourself, but it's—I think it's weird that uh, no matter you know, in 2015 when I played Wisconsin, uh, that was the first Big Ten game of the year, and uh, this year it's uh, week 11. Next year it's going to be uh, the last game of the year, and it's weird how it, no matter where it's at on the schedule, it seems like this is the game that revolves around the Big Ten West. I mean, of course, uh, Minnesota still has to lose another game, but but uh, basically these two teams are playing for. You know almost the right to get to uh, Indianapolis and it's weird how it kind of falls that way almost every year
0: yeah well it's a lot has to do with the fact that they've been the two best programs in the division bar none I mean I don't I mean I know Northwestern won the division last year but you know that was Northwestern had a nice two-year run but Northwestern is has fallen off the face of the earth these two programs, even in down years, don't fall off the face of the earth. And I think it's got a lot to do with the nature of the style of football they play where, you know, it's it's grinded out. You're going to be competitive against almost everybody. But uh, I just don't really have a feel for this thing. I yeah. mean, I, Iowa winning two in a row before the, the, the bye week was a great thing and everything, but... It's still not a good offense. Yeah. And Wisconsin, I don't care what happened in its previous two games, they've still got a good defense. There's still murder to play in Camp Randall. And until Iowa's offensive coordinator can show me that he can come up with something to outwit, outlast, outplay Wisconsin's defense. Yep. I'm going to be skeptical.
1: Yeah, it was that's why I thought last year's game was so frustrating to me. Uh, it just felt like Iowa was a better team last year going into that game, and I felt like they obviously outplayed them most of the game. And, and the, but it was like, how is Wisconsin still doing that? How are they?
0: Well, I, Iowa had the misfortune of catching Wisconsin in September last year. If they'd have played them in November, they'd have beat them. Northwestern had a terrible run of injuries and. And and they went eight and five after being you know an eleven and two type of team year after year, and the answer was pretty simple. Why is they were just beat up? Instead of doing the beating up, they just had a run of, of lousy luck when it came to injuries, and so it wasn't that the program came crashing down. It's just, it happens to some teams some years. But this year they picked themselves right back off the carpet. Nobody was picking them to win this division. I mean, in magazines mm-hmm. or in, in uh, media polls, I saw it. It was Nebraska, Iowa, which in hindsight, of course, looks amazingly stupid—the the Nebraska portion yeah. <laughs> of it. But Wisconsin got uh, no love whatsoever, and and I think people thought that okay, the you know the run is over that they've got slippage, and well. Maybe they do. Uh, if they don't win this game and then they go to Minnesota at the end of the season and lose, it's 8-4, and four, and you say to yourself, wow, that turned out to be a bust. But if they win this game against Iowa, uh, they've got things where they want it. They'll go to Minneapolis on the final week and can resolve things there. If they lose, they're done. If Iowa loses at Madison it's done mm-hmm. i mean mathematically there's still a chance but forget
1: about well, it. well and it's crazy because l- look at all the teams over the last few years that have beaten uh wisconsin and iowa still can't get it done like you were just saying they're the second best team or you know one of the top two teams in the west and we still can't uh get the job done against wisconsin And that's that's what's been really frustrating
0: brandon smith being gone is not a good thing for iowa uh
1: yeah i I, obviously uh, you need him and you need him to be able to go up and get those passes but there i think there might be just a little tiny bit something different about having uh tyrone tracy out there because you saw what he did against northwestern he can kind of make some slippery moves and you know escort his way into the end zone and uh i don't know i know that brandon smith has the moves to go up and jump and get the ball and stuff like that but i don't but Tracy might have a couple more slippery moves than Brandon yeah, Smith.
0: I love what I've seen from Tracy, but I'm saying that you need every playmaker available, mm-hmm. and they don't have that many. Yeah. Um, I mean they've got Smith, Marset, and Tracy, but they're not, and Tyler Goodson, but they're the. You got to have all hands on deck for yeah. this thing.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't know what Wisconsin is missing right now, but uh, uh, yeah, obviously you need everybody you can get, and it's, I mean yeah, it's. It's been so frustrating because the series was tied up uh, between the two teams. It was exactly even, The uh, you know, same amount of ties. Same, obviously, you can't change the same amount of ties, but uh, same amount of losses, same amount of wins, and then Wisconsin's been on a tear since then and uh, basically yeah, won. You six know. out of seven. Yeah.
0: And uh, the last three years, Wisconsin not only won, but it covered – yeah. It was the favorite each time, and it it won by more than and, the line said it would.
1: And this is supposed to be, you know, typically the time of year where Iowa's teams, you know, start to figure out who they are and get better. And
0: I think that's a myth.
1: Yeah, it's. Start- I
0: mean, I, I I look at that, and it's like I don't think it's any different with them than anybody else. If you're good yeah. in November, you're good. Yeah. I mean, you got to be good before you get to November. Yep. Uh, you play eight games before you get to November. You you have a pretty good sense of who you are. It's then a question of can you get over you know, the next thing? And that's what we're gonna talk about Minnesota later. And Mm -hmm. it'll be that's the story with them, and it's the story with these two teams. They're six and two, they're six and two. They're four and two in the big ten, they're four and two in the big ten. Okay. Um Good teams, top twenty teams, bona fide top twenty teams. I mean, that's great defenses, but how good are they?
1: Right. I mean, it's good to see the you know, we. I don't think anybody feels awesome about Iowa right now, um, and uh, but it's good that they're still in the top twenty, and you know, if they come out against Wisconsin and win, and let's say even if they win handily, that would be something pretty big because then that would that would be huge you know it'd
0: be huge and if minnesota loses to penn state i mean the the obvious story is then you're playing for a division title Mm -hmm. you know and and i think you're expected to go and win it because you're going to play minnesota at home next week and you've got illinois at home nebraska on the road
1: i mean how great would that be next week yeah especially if um, minnesota were to lose so you're basically knowing that you're going into that game next week you know if you beat minnesota now you've got to you've got to win those last two games still but but uh I remember uh, 2004 that had to be one of my favorite uh, memories at Kinnick is uh, playing Wisconsin that last game of the year. And I think we were through a few interceptions to start the game and then ended up winning like 38 to 17 or something along those lines. And, uh, we got to celebrate the uh, Big Ten Championship Trophy celebration.
0: Yeah, now. that was 15 years ago.
1: Yeah, that was one of my favorite memories, though. And well, I'm sure it is, <laughs> but
0: that was 15 years ago, and that's the last
1: one they've had. <laughs> I know, but well, we need to get that feeling. <laughs> you that know something
0: like... though, um, I'm starting to say, don't look past Illinois.
1: No, I don't. I believe I believe that's true.
0: You know, I mean, uh, what I've seen from Illinois in the last month has changed my opinion about
1: them. Uh,
0: that's a team that. It's and i
1: I I wouldn't I'm not I wouldn't put all my bags in the against Nebraska either because I feel like they would come out in that game you know really wanting to. yeah
0: except I, I think and we're really looking ahead yeah. I mean I'm not presuming Iowa wins Saturday so don't get right. anybody get that yeah, right. idea but le, but it, this is the what if I mean what ifs are the yeah. spice of sports yeah if Iowa needed that game in Nebraska it's gonna get it
1: yeah that's uh, true Probably. you know
0: I, I mean. Have you seen Nebraska play lately?
1: Well, plus I put on this uh, wristband here, and uh, it was last time in 2015 when I went to Nebraska, and I put this on at the hawk party before the game, and I haven't taken it off since that game. It's actually been on my wrist the whole time, and so will it come off? No. uh, Here's the thing. Here's the funny thing is, uh, I decided I'm not taking this off, and as long as it stays on my arm, I'm guaranteeing that Iowa beats Nebraska in football every year. So uh, that's happened since I've had it on. I had surgery a couple weeks ago, uh, and they wanted me to take off these bands for surgery. And I said, if I take off that band, then that means I will lose us to Nebraska this year. And then uh, the nurse said, all right, well, I don't want that to happen. So (laughs) I was able to leave it on. (laughs) But that was my real test.
0: Yeah, That's why people go to med school. (laughs) All right, so let's cut to the chase. The, The line is eight and a half. Does Iowa cover or not?
1: I I still have my uh, 12 team parlay. I have one going that's still valid. And if Wisconsin wins by six and a half, um, then uh, it's still going. So that's where I wanted to be. I wanted it to be um, Iowa victory. I'm happy. If Iowa loses, I got some kind of uh, thing. So if Wisconsin only wins by three, then that would kind of. You'd be so. double miserable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so eight and a half, though. Uh, I, I mean, I like Wisconsin's chance. Maybe at seven and a half, but no, I'm, I'm not going to give Wisconsin that. I'm going to go with Iowa. Um, I'm still, like I said, I'm not. I'm not certain that I, Iowa can win this game, but mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I'm I'm going with Iowa as far as that eight and a half point spread.
0: I don't know how to feel about this. I just don't. I mean, part of me wonders if Wisconsin's going to get back up. But another part of me says, how in the world is Iowa going to score points in this game? You know, I I was there two years ago, and that's burned into my mind. Now, last year in Iowa City was a different story offensively for both teams, but they were different. I mean, we didn't really get the normal Wisconsin in that game either, and yet Wisconsin still won the game by 11. Uh, I'm going to, I mean, at home, Wisconsin's been so good. It's Scored 206 points, allowed 29. I'm taking the Badgers, throwing the points. Oh, wow. When we come back, we will look at two battles of the unbeatens. One is a traditional matchup of national powers, and the other one involves Minnesota. It's football season. Place your bets with Iowa's preferred sportsbook, elitesportsbook.com. Resort Club members, log in now and place your bets at EliteSportsBook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a Resort Club member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. We're back! You know, what we've usually done here is lock in on Big Ten games and Iowa State games. I mean, it's a reasonable thing to do, I think, considering we're in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Yeah. But we're going to talk, we're going to pick what is the game of the year so far, and that is obviously LSU and Alabama in at least one poll. They're ranked one and two. Not in the football playoff pool, though, where Ohio State's number one, which was kind of a refreshing thing I thought and I also thought it was the valid thing because the eyeball test to me says Ohio State's got the best team in America until proven otherwise but LSU Alabama is a big damn deal. LSU's played great ball this year uh, beating some good teams which Bama can't really say Uh, but Bama's at home and it's a 6.5 point pick. Who are you taking in this one?
1: Well, I mean, I was looking at the schedule, and I was looking at, uh, you know, LSU uh, beat Texas by seven points. They gave up 38 points to Texas. They gave up 38 points to Vanderbilt. They uh, beat Florida by 14, beat Auburn by three. Uh, Florida and Auburn have been pretty Wait a
0: minute. What was their score of their Vanderbilt game?
1: Uh, it, well, it was like 66 to 38, but... Oh, wow. Well, I missed that one. But they gave up 38. Uh. I think it was 66, 38, something, something in the 60s, but... Uh, um but yeah they gave up 38 points to vanderbilt um
0: they're not a typical lsu team usually is build on defense yeah. and uh this year it's an offensive juggernaut
1: mm-hmm. um and i know florida and auburn are pretty good teams this year but <clears throat> i don't know uh and then i looked over at well alabama's schedule i mean they haven't played the teams that uh, lsu has but they whipped duke they whipped new mexico state they whipped south carolina they whipped southern miss they whipped mississippi they whipped texas a&m they whipped arkansas their closest game was basically tennessee 35 to 13 Mm -hmm. and uh they're alabama yeah they're alabama and uh this is it's in alabama it's uh this is a game i think alabama i thought the best thing that happened for nick saban last year is losing that national championship game because it gives him something to coach and yeah he, he to... might disagree
0: with that <laughs> yeah. uh, i mean he might disagree with it the state of alabama <laughs> might disagree with it and everybody who's ever been involved in football might disagree with that
1: well not yeah it wasn't the best thing for last year's season but for this year's season
0: oh for this year okay um,
1: but I don't know. I I just always have to choose Alabama. I I'm not completely sold on LSU. I know they played some good teams. I know everybody's saying how great they are, how much of a better offense they have.
0: Quarterback's super.
1: Yeah, but so is Alabama's. Yeah, and and that that could be the key a little bit. I know Tua hasn't, uh, you know, played for a little while or whatever. So hopefully he comes back in healthy and all that. And what do you
0: think Alabama's <laughs> record is against the point spread this year?
1: I think they have it. They probably covered every game. I would assume. Maybe that one game against Tennessee.
0: They're four and four. Oh wow! They have. They are not. They never are a good cover team.
1: Well, their covers are so huge spreads. I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Saban isn't a let's get style points. Let's pour it on, guy. Yeah. And that's got nothing to do with this game. But I'm just saying that if you've been betting Alabama every week, uh, you're you're kind (laughs) of. You're leaking money. Yeah. You're not going broke, but you're not doing very. You're not doing. You're not yeah. making any money. I
1: don't like betting on. No matter how good the team is, I hate it when it's such a huge score. Just because, like you said, it's you know. If, a, if
0: they're 55 point favorites over somebody, they'll win by 52.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you no, know,
0: that's just the way they are, and I kind of like that. Uh, I'm with you. I mean, I, I I think if LSU had its typically great defense. I think it's going to win this game because this is a really good offense. Joe Burrow is a heck of a quarterback, a nice guy to fall in your lap. But Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I I throw out matchups and all that other garbage because I'm, I would take Bama because I don't like Bama. I'm tired of Bama. I was tired of Bama five years ago and Bama uh, will win this game despite me because it yeah. Always does until it plays Clemson in the national title game, <laughs> and then, then everything's good. But uh, I know I, uh, I, you know I can see LSU winning this game because I just don't know if this is yeah. a, uh, one of Alabama's best teams in the last ten years. I I don't think so. But Tuscaloosa and Tua and Saban. And it's just one touchdown. I'm picking Alabama and giving the points.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think obviously this will be a year that LSU will be a lot more competitive and has every right to win win the game. But uh, yeah, I, I got. I'm picking Alabama. I'm just,
0: I'd love LSU winning this, to win this, though. I mean, I yeah. like just a little. Okay, let's change things up in this playoff. You know, let's get Clemson out of there. Let's get LSU to take out Alabama. Yeah. Although if. The way these things usually work is Alabama's not eliminated unless you drive a stake through their heart, and even that doesn't get it done. Well, there
1: is a a scenario based on a number of things that uh, if you kind of need LSU to win this game in order for Iowa to still get into the playoffs. (laughs) Our
0: next game is Penn State. I mean, really. I mean,
1: I realize that we're not
0: uh, scientists of football here, but come on now. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's okay.
1: I'm hey. I gotta add some humor, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, that qualifies as humor. Penn State is a seven-point pick at Minnesota. The Gophers are playing their first ranked opponent. They are both unbeaten. This is. Too good a game for eleven o'clock in the morning. I mean, this should be the two thirty game. Mm-hmm. Iowa and Wisconsin should be the uh, opening act and this should be the headliner. Yeah. Um by the way, in comedy shows the the this before the headliner is called the feature. Um, yeah. I never understood I, that. I know.
1: I always thought that was stupid too. It the sounds the feature
0: like... <laughs> is the feature.
1: <laughs> exactly. I know. Like that's here. Come we're featuring this guy, but and then we yeah. the headliner comes. I out. mean,
0: I mean you go to the movies and they don't call the trailers yeah. the feature. All
1: right. <laughs> yeah, I always thought that was dumb when I uh, first started. This should the be one.
0: the Big Ten's headliner of the week.
1: Yeah, so that's the feature feeling. act. I guess this now is aptly named for this. You could say.
0: But but this is uh, this is really something. I mean, this doesn't. This kind of thing doesn't happen every year. This ever, maybe it does. But what I mean is, some years you don't have a. a Cinderella like this, where a team that's been downtrodden finds itself unbeaten the first week of November. Here we are with the Gophers, who haven't won a Big Ten title since, uh, I think, the uh, William Howard Taft administration. And they're 8-0. They've scored points like crazy. They've scored 34 points at least in the last seven games. They're playing great defense. Uh, they've held their last four opponents to an average of 10 points. And I realize these have been lousy teams now, lousy Big Ten teams, including Nebraska, uh, mm-hmm. Purdue, Nor- uh, I forget who else, but, you know, Maryland, Rutgers, that tribe, just bad teams. But they haven't been dawdling. They have mm-hmm. put their feet on the throats of these teams. And now it's November. Now you got Penn State. Followed by Iowa, you go to Northwestern, and you close with Wisconsin. Now you find out, is this just a nice in-season story, or are we talking about something otherworldly, something spectacular? you think Minnesota's got the stuff to win this division?
1: Uh, You know, I didn't think so first game. I do now. I actually believe in Minnesota to win this game. I think, you know, it could be kind of depressing because Iowa could – I think Minnesota, there's a chance they could win this game against Penn State. Iowa could even beat them next week and then still be just watch Minnesota win out and be like, well, I guess, you know, we beat Wisconsin and Minnesota, but we ain't got a chance to get to um, Indianapolis. And I kind of look at this Minnesota team as, I mean, just right now, because we haven't seen them play a real great team, so we don't know, you know, how they match up. But right now it kind of seems like that 2015 Iowa team before Iowa played Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State was an obviously – a better team people were uh, saying Iowa didn't really have much of a chance in that game and then when Iowa came out and performed the way they did and kept that game so close it was like well the Iowa team actually was a pretty good team this year and um, I kind of look at that like Minnesota I feel like you know everything's against them everybody's thinking Penn State is this great team Minnesota can say right now P.J. Fleck can say hey you would talk about wanting to be in the play we're playing the playoffs right now we've got the number four team in the playoffs we can beat them we can go out there and win this game nobody's giving us any respect penn state's got to travel across the country play an early uh, morning game you know uh so i think there's a lot of things in minnesota's favor and they're going to have a lot of motivation going in this game mm-hmm. i think they actually have an offense probably be one of the better offenses that penn state has played this year um, so if Minnesota can, you know, hold them on defense a little bit and maybe get a turnover or two, I I could see Minnesota winning this game.
0: So it sounds like you're going to take the seven points.
1: I'm going to take the seven points, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that. I could see that. I mean, I, I like what I've seen from Minnesota the last four or five games. I just – I don't care about the opposition. I like the way that they've taken care of business. I like – the. I mean, they run the ball, and they do things very efficiently. Their defense gets – off the field quickly and like i said a moment ago they have not fooled around They they played three non-conference games in which they were walking a high wire they could have lost all three mm-hmm. very easily they found ways to win those games the, the way they won at fresno was nearly a miracle i mean nearly <laughs> yeah. i mean really the the pope nearly declared it a miracle uh... but they did win and it was what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and
1: let's- those that non conference schedule if you look at it those teams weren't too no, bad no they're they decent played teams now.
0: I mean South Dakota State was uh, was one of them and South Dakota State's a terrific FCS program they they had the guts to go to Fresno I mean you might and call Georgia
1: it. Southern just beat Appalachian State so. Yeah
0: Georgia Southern has been a, a good football program at any level for as long as I can remember and then um, you know here they are 8 0 and Penn State, except I'm taking Penn State because I think Penn State's excellent. They're ranked fourth in the playoff poll for a reason. Uh, they Their defense is so good. We saw that in Iowa City. They've been on the road. They have performed on the road. They went to uh, Iowa and won. They went to Michigan State won thoroughly they are a team that if they get ahead and minnesota has to open the offense up i think that's where things get real dicey for the gophers the gophers have to match them you know head to head score for score in the first half and stay close stay with them you get behind 10 to 14 points against this team and i think it can turn bad so i'm going to say seven points isn't that much i would like to see minnesota win i really would i think it'd be a just it makes for a fantastic story but if penn state wins penn state ohio state will be one of the best big 10 games in you know a long time one of the most meaningful games so there's that too i'm taking penn state given the seven hope i'm wrong
1: yeah i mean uh yeah yeah, my brother he thinks penn state's gonna win big time but 20 points or something like that but uh i don't know that would just... stun me <laughs> yeah
0: i mean that would stun me <laughs> pj look pj fleck has gone from being uh, a goofball to an eccentric
1: yeah well let's not forget what he did at western michigan you know i mean that team went into that bowl game and played wisconsin and uh, didn't they beat wisconsin in that? no they the, didn't but they...
0: they had a sensational season
1: yeah and
0: <laughs> no i mean he look his quarterback is a freshman uh he's not a freshman what was um okay i I should hit the reboot on that but his quarterback what i meant to say was he was going to be a freshman with fleck at western michigan and fleck gets the western michigan job and calls this guy and says you want to come with me to minnesota the guy, the the kid had never been stepped foot in Minnesota. Didn't know what he was getting into. He just knew that he wanted to follow Fleck. Yeah. And now this kid is playing fantastic football for them.
1: Yeah, it's. Un- I mean, it's uh, unbelievable how the schedule set up, and that you could Minnesota probably, regardless of what happens the rest of the season, they've got the attention that they wanted to get, that they wanted to get recruits to see and and believe in. And-
0: yeah, you know, it's it's uh before the season we're talking about how the big 10 west is going to be so you know it's there's so much more to it now than just wisconsin and iowa and people were talking nebraska and purdue but here it's minnesota that's given that that oomph to it
1: yeah uh i mean like i said i think this minnesota game it's going to be fun um seeing what happens but I'm, i'm just worried as a hawkeye fan that you know What would be interesting though, let's say uh, Minnesota actually beat Penn State and then uh, Penn State were to uh, beat Wisconsin in a close game and go to the Big Ten Championship and then... Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Uh, start that over. Penn okay. State doesn't play Wisconsin.
1: No. Uh, Minnesota beats Penn State. Okay. And then Penn State wins out the rest of their games, wins a close game against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Now Penn State's in the Big Ten Championship, right? because yeah. you know, so uh so Ohio State's only losses to a close game against Penn State. Mm-hmm. Penn State destroys, let's say, a Minnesota team that they had lost to earlier. Now, what are the chances for two Big Ten teams?
0: Well, yeah, that's an interesting scenario, but the part that you start that with is Penn State winning at Ohio State. <laughs> you know, if that happens, then we'll consider these things, yeah. but... Mm. Well, I had
1: to say it now just I because know. Minnesota may not beat Penn State, yeah. so that scenario may never play out. But.
0: Right. Well, there's that, you know this is the time of year when you when there are scenarios galore, and you know as far as I was concerned, it's going to be a big fan of Penn State's on Saturday and, when they're in yeah. Minnesota. yeah. no,
1: that's good. Yeah, and then what? That's like, but
0: but you know what? Oh, really, all I all, all Iowa can do is win its remaining four games if it beats. Wisconsin. It doesn't. To me, it doesn't matter what Minnesota does against Penn State because you can't control it. All you can do is line up against Minnesota the following week and beat them, and yep. if Minnesota survives that and goes on and wins the division, tip your cap.
1: Yeah, and like you said, they still got to get past Illinois anyway, so you can't really yeah uh, you know consider it done and over with beating.
0: It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, Saturday's games are, are so meaningful and then what state of mind Iowa and Minnesota will both be in the following week? If Minnesota loses, the air's out of the balloon, and if Minnesota wins, it is a national story. It has beaten Penn State; it's nine and zero, and all eyes in America will be looking at them. Mm-hmm. If Minnesota loses, it's just like, yeah, okay, bye, <laughs> yeah. you know. And if Iowa loses at Wisconsin, a lot of people around here are going to be going, no, oh, okay, yeah. you know just another year yeah but if Iowa wins it's well now
1: yeah you know
0: indianapolis is on the map again
1: yeah so i mean and like i said that that uh that's where i want to get to i know obviously you'd look at going into playing ohio state but just to set up for that game and to imagine what could happen that'd be fun so
0: yeah uh we have one more segment we'll talk iowa state oklahoma and our locks of the week Looking for the perfect spot to watch the game, place your sports bet and get a great burger and brew? Visit the Elite Sportsbook at Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa, or Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. For Iowa's preferred sportsbook, check out EliteSportsbook.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. Always appreciate that. Uh, Iowa State is a 14-and-1-half point underdog at Oklahoma. I don't think it's a big surprise. Everybody that goes to Oklahoma is a big underdog. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, this looked like it was going to be a lot more than it is now. Iowa State, a disappointing loss to Oklahoma State. I was over there for that. That was one that got away from the Cyclones, I thought. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. But that's college football. Sometimes you know Oklahoma State's got talent. Um, Oklahoma, on the other hand, went to Kansas State and lost, and was couldn't stop K State all day. It was 48 to 41, and a team that looked like it might be headed back to the playoffs yet again is sort of fallen a good ways down that list. So, who? Does a better job of dusting themselves off and performing in Norman on Saturday.
1: Yeah, they both had bye weeks this last week or so, but <laughs> that, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of like the Iowa Wisconsin game. It's hard to, uh, you know, one team came out, but I guess they both went out had a loss last week, right? They you know, Oklahoma State and and, uh, and Kansas State. So I don't know. It, I, I earlier in the year, uh, this is another one that's on my all season parlay. Oklahoma State was uh, 16.5 point favorites. And so I actually, on this particular one that I'm saying that I had Wisconsin on, I have Oklahoma State. I picked them to win by 16.5. Now Wait, it's,
0: wait a minute. Oklahoma State to beat. Who?
1: Oklahoma to beat oh, Iowa. Okay, Sorry, I keep okay. I'm saying wrong. Oklahoma, I meant Oklahoma to beat um, Iowa State by 16.5. Mm hmm. Um, so that line so that, really hasn't
0: changed much
1: yeah so I have that that yeah that's pretty much been sixteen point five all season long mm-hmm. um and now it's down to fourteen point five so um so I don't know what that that tells you but uh I mean and there, I thought this could be one where you know if Oklahoma maybe hadn't stumped their toe against uh Kansas state uh that Iowa state could you know maybe surprise them as,
0: except that they have to remember two years ago yeah I mean, you know you don't forget iowa state coming into your place and taking you out
1: yeah but sometimes you have a few different players and and they might have been i didn't i mean yeah you're right but i i guess i can't see well 14.5 iowa state doesn't usually get blown out though they don't usually lose by a they lot They haven't when, been this year yeah they don't usually lose by a lot when they do lose they've and, lost
0: three games by a total of 10 points
1: and i would say losing by over two touchdowns it would be a blowout to it, but Oklahoma does do that to teams, so I don't know, I see Iowa State being competitive in this one, and I see Iowa State, they could hold it to under 14.5 points, I believe.
0: I'm gonna go with my gut and take the Sooners to cover. Um, Iowa State's been a good road team. I mean, that game at Baylor was a heartbreaker. They lose on a last-second field goal, and Baylor hasn't lost all year. And then after that, They play at West Virginia and Texas Tech back-to-back weeks on the road, beat them both by double digits, did nice jobs in both places. Statistically, you know, had the clear advantage in both games. And this is a lot of points. Uh, But at home, Oklahoma has been, you know, nobody's touched them the kansas state game was on the road it was one of those games one of those matchups that went haywire but i think this is as good as iowa state's defense can be when it's playing well i jeez i think jalen hurts and company are going to get their points and i think that a fourth quarter is going to carry oklahoma to the two uh
1: what do you see as it? iowa state's weakness in that game against oklahoma state in person?
0: Uh, well, they, Purdy didn't have a good game. I mean, to me it was that simple. If, if he has a typical Brock Purdy game, they win. He threw three picks in the fourth quarter and he threw probably three or four other passes during the game that could have been picked off. And they just weren't quite themselves on offense. They had all kinds of yards, but they threw the ball 63 times. They only averaged like uh, 5.2 yards a play, which was two yards under their average. And they didn't they didn't think that they could run for some reason, although when Brees Hall got the ball, I thought he ran very well. It just it was an out-of-sync kind of game. Oklahoma State got, went three and out or was stifled so many times, but they scored three plays on 50-plus yarders. The Oklahoma state didn't get into the red zone until halfway through the third quarter, but it had 21 points on the board by that time. It was a bizarre game. I think if they play each other in Ames five times, Iowa state wins four, but that was the other yeah. one. So it, the Iowa state's got a good team, but I just, I think Oklahoma's gotta have a fire lit under it at home after the loss, two weeks to stew. And it's like, you know what? It, They feel like they're going to run through the rest of the schedule and the Big 12 title game. Can they do enough to get into the playoff discussion? I'm not sure, but the only way to find out is to beat up on these teams. And um, I'll tell you what, if Iowa State wins this game, yowza. You know what I mean? Two (laughs) straight wins at Norman. That's that's when people say, "Okay, nothing else this season is going to be remembered. You doing this? We'll talk about this yeah. for a long time."
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, like you said, what a great slate of games we got this week, uh, mm-hmm. uh, especially compared to last week. So, yeah, if you got nothing to do, with this be a good Saturday to sit back on the couch and uh, tune in every game possible.
0: Have you got a lock?
1: I do have a lock. What's the uh, what's the team with the biggest uh, who's most upset? going into this saturday the most emotionally upset the most uh, disrespected feeling the most disrespected
0: uh i would say are we talking real programs or yeah. you know okay oh wow um hmm oh that's tough you put me on the spot here um uh, i give up clemson clemson
1: well, I think they feel – I think they're right in the right spot. Because they're in fifth way. in the playoff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think they're in the right spot, but I think the, just for them and their fan base, mm-hmm. and they think they should be higher. They're the national champs. They're undefeated. Sure. Sorry we had one bad game, but we won it still. So uh, they're playing NC State, who I haven't been sold on all year, and uh, they are 32-point favorites. I don't ever usually like picking bigger spreads, but uh, in this particular case, I'm going with Clemson. To uh, cover that 33 points, um, it's actually at NC State.
0: Oh, it's a lot of points. Mm-hmm. But I think your points well taken about them being, you know, seething. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. I think it's a good. I pick. think
1: yeah. Them and I felt like uh, Ohio State feels like they want to keep proving who they are, and I feel like they would have been another uh, choice. That's but a. They're, huge they're forty-three points, and I couldn't do that. It's a huge number, pick, yeah.
0: but but I'll bet they cover it. Yeah. I'm gonna go with a Big Ten game. Uh, I'm gonna take Illinois. Illinois is a 14 and a half point dog at Michigan State, and I can't believe this line.
1: Yeah, what is that about?
0: I don't. I. It's just reputation. That's all it is. It's. It's. People are slow to accept and realize things. Illinois is regarded as a doormat. Michigan State's regarded as a a program with great football prowess. But if you've been paying attention. Yeah. Michigan State has gone in the tank, and Illinois <laughs> has pulled itself, you know, out of the hole. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying Illinois is going to win this game, but 14.5 in this game, to me, is a lot of points. Michigan State has scored 10 points or less in its yeah. last three games. Its offense is bad. <laughs> uh, Illinois sleepwalked through the first half against Rutgers last week, and I was nervous because I said on this, and we both <laughs> did, that Illinois was going to cover 21. But in the second half, they just they blew Rutgers apart, covered the spread, and the line I have covered in their last four games, which is the most important statistic, mm-hmm. and they've scored at least twenty-four points in all four of those games. So again, I'm not picking them to win, but give me those fourteen and a half points, gimme, give gimme, give
1: gimme. Give yeah, yeah, I think I saw that line earlier, and no, it did seem weird that uh, not only were they, you know, I could even make an argument almost for them to be favored, but but. Uh that many points, uh, that's a good pick.
0: I, I um, went to Riverside last Saturday to check out what Saturday's like in the sports book down there. And even though there was really not, there, there weren't very many games between 11 and 2.30. <laughs> there, I mean, there were only just a handful of games.
1: Yeah. That, oh.
0: And But I just wanted to see what it was like. And uh, I uh, wanted to thank the good people of Elite, resorts and riverside uh, Casino casino yeah. resort because i had a five team money line parlay and ka-ching
1: <laughs> you hit it hey yes. you don't just go around hitting five team parlays but it's a money line parlay which
0: means i just took five <laughs> favorites to win and notre dame had to win by the hair of its chinny chin chin against yeah Virginia that
1: was tech i mean they at least they won for you because i had them as my lock yeah. last week and uh, that didn't work out
0: so uh Thanks to the good people at Elite Sportsbook. Yeah. Not just for being our sponsor, but for uh, honoring their obligation and paying off. <laughs>
1: well, they wanted to make you look good. So. <laughs> yes, that's just it.
0: Uh, there's no way i do that a second time. All right, we'll come back next week, talk about the aftermath of Iowa-Wisconsin. We will talk about Iowa-Minnesota, see if that's a game that matters. Maybe it'll matter a lot. Yeah. And until then, everybody, thanks for listening and have a great weekend.
1: Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.